It's the yard side of a very, very high, precious Jew who did so much for our Bismedrish. Rabbi Sol, Rabbi Chaim Shlam Moshe Sidram's father, that's why Moshe's name is itself, the yard side. He was a Fnashevis Aplaita Ud Mutsalmi Eish from the fire of, of the Holocaust and the fire of Gerch Sidis. He's in Shamashah Nali and Shibamelit Yosha for all of us. We're on page Kuf Ayin Hay. I'm sorry, I have to end a little bit early. I have to be in, in, in many different places tonight. I'm ready late for three of them, so, so I'm going to have to, a little bit to try to figure out how to do this. All that we've been learning is to bring us to that point of being able to put into practice the Asaitis of Aleph, the Asait Aleph of Lakayin Shamash and Asatabi Tahirihi. To believe that the etzim of each and every one of us is toiv muchlas, absolutely good, absolutely good. To use that aleph, that yisoid, and to believe in the goodness of other people, and to see good even in people, even in people in whom we find many, many negative traits, many negative things. People have done perhaps terrible things to others, to even to us but to still be able to come to the Ahava that love depends on, on being able to take that emuna that one has in the ultimate taiva, the etzim of who he is, and be able to apply that to other people, to see that in other people. But in order to do that, one must come to Yisait Beis. The second Yisait is that one has to be able to tear down the barriers that are separate between himself and other people. Or else you could build yourself up and you could be a person that's shakur, that's immersed in Torah and Mitzvahs and Avaidah and you see the good in yourself and you're, and you're, and you're connected to your neshama but, but at the same time, as we're going to talk about now, at the same time you could, God forbid, be horrible when it comes to other people. Totally oblivious to their pain. Completely oblivious to what's hurting them, to what's going on in their lives to be negative, to be down on people, and so on. Only when a person engages both of these avaidas, the avaida of amun and the etzim hanesham, the etzim hatayv, the essential good of oneself, and then, through breaking down the barriers, by using what? The koyach hanesim, amunas lahashpil, by giving and giving and giving, especially to that person, in whom you see certain things that are not so good. But by using the koyach of hashpah, of hatov, of nesina, then you are able to break down that mechitza between yourself and the other. And you're able to be filled with an ahava, even for a person you otherwise would feel no connection to. And we continue with this avayd on kuf ayin hay on the bottom. Where it says Hashakua ba'atzmai, ve'yuchal lefateach ahavulus alosim. Hadvarm ulay neshmoim betchila rachaykim at mehasogis b'nei ha'adam. What we're learning here might sound initially, it might sound 
like something which is very, very distant from us. It's very hard from us. Sounds tzaddikim. The tzaddikim on a madrega that they can, like we know from the tzaddikim, the Balsham HaKadosh Shkart, Balsham HaKadosh, other tzaddikim that they, that they loved every single person, even the biggest Rishoyim, they were able to love in such a way that the tzaddikim say that if, you, if you're not able to love a Russia as much as you love your own child, then you can't be a Rebbe, you can't be a leader of Jews. You can't help people. But to us, it sounds like a very distant thing. And what we usually do is if there's somebody, at best, if there's somebody that we can't really stand, then we just try to keep a distance. We try to stay away. That's already, many people consider that to be a, a very big accomplishment. And in certain situations, that is a big accomplishment. But is that the tachlis of the Ratz Nashat? The Yidin, the Jews, shouldn't be able to be with each other. That we shouldn't be ki'ishach and belevach and ki'ishach together. And the more that we love other Yidin, the more, the more we must, we're able to be mashpia le'v that they can change. And the more we open ourselves up to see how good every Jew really is. And that has a gewaldige influence on us also. So it seems far from us. Most people are very deeply immersed in their own things, in their own Indian. Forget about breaking down barriers and mechitzas. The social themselves, they don't, they don't even think that there's, they don't even realize that there's a barrier. They don't even realize that there's a separation of mechitzas. And it's not only in Khumri. It's not only that people are immersed in the physical world. What about the person Yashwas talks about who's so completely shakua? He's so completely involved in his own ruchnias that he doesn't see other people. He doesn't pay attention to other people. He's so involved in his own ruchnias. You have a very strange phenomena. You have a person who could be just the opposite. There are some people that, if you look at them day and night, they're involved in all kinds of good things for other people. They're doing stuff for other people. They're involved in all kinds of nice things to help people. They open up big chesed organizations. But on the other hand, they were never ever megala their own neshama. They were never megala their own neshama. They never came to that point of the etzim on neshama. Therefore, something very very strange can happen. Let's see. He says, First of all, the same way you could have a person who's shakua in himself. He's deeply in, immersed in himself. In Gashmias, in physical things. The Hekrek Shaleah, the Amas Ezawasai, can't be that a person like that could really, really love other people. He loves himself, as we spoke a great deal about. He loves himself and anybody else who happens to be part of uh, that fan club for him, he'll also take them in. But to love other people, the Amas is not capable of loving other people. The same way. As I said a moment ago, you have a person who's shakun himself in his own ruchnis, in his own avayda. 
big davening, big learning, big tilling. He could be doing even, even, he could be doing things to help other people, but it's part of what? It's part of his program of self-improvement. Of self-improvement. Even in Ruchnitz. Such a person can't really love other, other people. He's not really in the parish of loving other people. He's completely in himself. So you could have such a metzius of a person that even, let's say he's involved the muscle, he's involved in being makar of other people. But the whole avoid of being makar of other people is to give him a sense of achievement. That this is somehow a way for him to score points in Shemaim. The same way that when he goes to the mikveh, or when he goes to, or when he learns, or when he has a good davening, he feels that that's building him up, it's building him up in Ruchniyas, it's building him up, he's getting points, he's gaining favor in Shemaim, he's becoming a bigger and more chashvayit. So too, when he goes to be Makar of other people, when he's going to be Makar of other yidin, it's not because he loves them, it's not because he sees what's hurting them without Yiddishkeit, how empty their lives are, and he feels troubled by that. It's another way to build himself up. It's another way to make himself feel better. Not that he loses sleep over the bizyonis for the shechina and, and what's going on in this person because of the Yiddishkeit and he's missing his life. It's just that he wants to, for himself, he's going to conquer more territory in his Avodah Hashem. One of the big things he knows in Avodah Hashem is to be Makar of Jews, is to bring other Jews in. So he'll go about doing that. And he might even make it uh, his, his uh, profession to go to be Makar of other people. But it's not the emis a matter of ahav, of love. It's not a question of love. It's a question of more points in his ruchness. But not ahav. He lives in himself. One of the, one of the strongest ways to measure this that we, that we know from the Bali Musa is to see how a person is with his own family. With your own parents, the Moshe. You could be a person that you could be somebody that you could learn day and night and you could mikvahs and kill them and all kinds of gewaldige things for other people. But if your mom needs you, it's not so much. Because the feeling with, them, the feeling with your parents is that uh, this doesn't really do much for me. Unless, unless you're, you're in the keep it of the aim mode in which it's not even a matter of loving your mother. It's not even a matter of loving your father. And to feel the normal, a healthy emotion of a hava for that person. But rather, it's also something that I do because it helps my ruchness. Again, not that that's a crime. And halavai, the whole world would be doing that, it would be much nicer. But it's not the tachlis of the avoid of a Jew to be wrapped up in himself in such a way. He could be oblivious to his parents' needs. He could be running around and doing a tiger for this one and to be makar of that one. And he feels that he is doing things for Yiddishkeit. And he forgets that his mother is also Jewish. And he would be doing something for Yiddishkeit to clean the table after yourself. That's also for Yiddishkeit. Your mother's Jewish. But that's 
not as exciting. It doesn't feel like, you know, it doesn't feel like you're getting points. It's not going to be in any newsletter. A picture of the a picture of the guy like putting his dishes in the sink. It's not going to be. In, it's not going to make any newsletter. Those are the biggest things in the Rishonim's eyes. That a Jew should love another Jew, especially parents. You could have people that they're going. They want to be makav this and makav that, and to their own brother, to their own sister, they don't get. They, they can't get along. They don't make shalom. They're in yonim that they never cleared up between them, with a brother and a sister. And he's, in the meantime, he's going to he's going to Melbourne, Australia, to find Jews. There's a Jew that lives in the in the room next door to you. Why don't you talk to him a little bit? So it doesn't have to be that there's a have in this person's life. He could be totally totally wrapped up in himself, but this is part of his self improvement. One of the strongest tests is how you are with those people who are closest to you, where you don't feel the excitement of gaining new spiritual ground. It's the same old mom, same old dad, brother, sister, no big deal. It's a very important insight. This person is mechapis mitzvahs He's looking for mitzvahs, which is nice. He's looking for mitzvahs. So mechapis mitzvahs la'atzma. Or mechapis ruchnis la'atzma. Mitzvahs la'atzma. Ruchnis la'atzma. Person kirgav. You have a person who doesn't feel honored. Even if it's the same shemayim, you can go an extra half hour, an extra forty-five minutes. You could be oblivious to the people that they, that are, maybe for some people they're older, or it's harder for them. And he thinks it's a gevaldig avoid and ruchnis. He doesn't think about other people. The tzaddikim are not like that. Always, always thinking about how everybody is affected by things. It's not chazich, even a ruchnis. And how we know so many stories in the tzaddikim where they gave up their ruchnis because other people it made them it was hard for them it was uncomfortable. Not because I enjoy, I enjoy for my ruchnis. What about other people? Maybe for their ruchnis it's not the same as your ruchnis. It's a chesh when the person has to live with. Humachapis mitzvahs la'atzmai. He's looking for mitzvahs. Humachapis ruchnis la'atzmai. He's looking for more ruchnis. Looking for more ruchnis. Sometimes you see this interesting thing. You'll have a guy that I don't see it here. I don't know. But you have a guy that will dive like by a door, a half hour shmanesra. You see such a thing? And he knows that he davens long, davens by a door. So you have there like 150 people. They don't know what to do. Just standing around. 150 people. Well, that's not enough. <coughs> It's not a rech nichayich. It's not a pleasant smell to Hashem for such things. Rabbi Zosolanti used to speak about. I mentioned many times. He used to say about the guy that goes to the mikveh and he comes out and uses somebody else's towel. That sums it up a certain type of a person. <laughs> Going into the mikveh, he comes out to the mikveh, he takes another guy's towel. Gam adam shmi boyka alayla isik b'hatava. Therefore, you could have a guy. It's a strange thing. You could have a person who's mibayka ad laila from morning to night. He's basic b'hatover. Misnavi, for instance, he's on zakra. You know what zakra is with the olayna with the tragedies, chalila, terrorist attacks of zakra. These chevra that go and they help with the bodies and to take care. 
Okay, when someone doesn't have to Haiti to help out, some of these these are, these are wonderful Hashiva people. But you can have such a misuse of a person who's in one of these things like Zaka, Hatzola, one of these organizations which is which the person is all day long ready to help other people. And he oftentimes goes. He runs away from work. He leaves this, he leaves that. And he runs in the middle of the night. He has, his, he has a beeper and he goes to, to help other people, to save people. There's such a thing. From, from the... From the, from the morning to the night, he's Isaac in, in, in helping people, and doing good things. However, he doesn't have a Tfisa Pnimis Bineshmasai, meaning that he is not in the Sugya of Elokai Neshamish and Sakibi He's not in that place of coming to that point of the Etzim HaNeshama of believing in the absolute good of who he is. He's not living in a world of Nishama. So you could have a strange thing. A person that is doing all kinds of wonderful chasadim day and night, but it's not coming from that point of himself, deep inside of himself. He's still doing this because of the guf. Because of our old friend, the goof. It's all coming from the goof. Whatever that might be. Makes him feel good. He wasn't good in, he wasn't so good in yeshiva. This makes him feel good. He likes to be a macher. You know, it could be a million different things. He likes electronic gadgets. And he got all these gadgets and he's able to drive a, a big thing and go screeching around the neighborhood and knock over trees and people and not to get into jail because of it. Which he was doing for free, you know, uh, he was doing stuff like that before, but now he became part of an organization. He's Isaac and all kinds of good things. He could still be a goof believing the shaman. He could be a goof believing the shaman. All for the goof. Again, not to say Khalilu, that that's still not better than, not to, it's still good that he's doing good things. But it's a goof believing the shaman. All year long. He's hooked up to every one of these organizations. He belongs to the Chavagdish. He belongs to Zak. He belongs to Hatzal. He belongs to Yad Eliezer. He's involved in the bake sale of Yad Eliezer. He delivers all the things for the bake, for the ladies. He's in Tern Cheshav. This guy is hooked up with every single Indian. There's one problem. He's hooked up with all the organizations. But he doesn't really... He's not really able to connect deeply to any person. To any person. Within himself he doesn't connect deeply. And his connections, his attachments to other people are not from a deep place. Are not real. Therefore he doesn't have to be a person that is in a place of ahava b'chlal. Kishem she'etzel atzmai hazihu shaloi The same way that this person within himself he identifies himself as a goof. He's still in that parasha of the goof. Everything's the goof. Without going back to all that we learned, that he's still in that place of a goof. Gam im shel goof. So too, the way that he looks at other people, he doesn't see the etzim hatoiv. He doesn't fall in love with the essential good of that person. That person is also a goof. Vaharei haguf yesh ra. And the world of the goof is a world in which there's ra. There's a lot of ra. There's a lot of bad stuff in the world of the goof. 
And it's not something that... There's no chibur in that world of Guf, as we learned. In the world of the Guf, everything is pirud. The taiva yavakesh nifrud. Pirud, separation. Page Kuf Ayinvav. There's no question that because this person is always giving, remember he's involved in Hatzalah and Zak and all these other things and he's constantly running to do and to help people and therefore he's engaged in lots of giving and lots of Nesina and there's no question there's no question that he'll have less confrontations with people because he's constantly out there to help so he's not going to have fights and confrontations that he would have normally had. And I, it's, it's just, I'm not saying this a clow at all, but it happens that there are people that I know that I grew up with, that when we were kids in yeshiva, they were the most difficult, some of them the biggest bullies in, in yeshiva, really, really hard boys that everybody was afraid of. And then I meet up with them 30, 40 years later, and they're like they're the biggest guys in these organizations. I don't know if that's any kind of a, if there's a mahalachan. I'm not saying anything about people in those organizations. But I've seen that. An interesting thing. An interesting thing. Lavdavka, of course, lavdavka. But there is such a thing. So thank God, they're doing good stuff. And therefore, there are less confrontations, less problems. That's what it means. Tavchis asachi chuchim. It cuts down on the confrontations with people. Because they're using their energy, like we're learning in the Piyasetzna, right? They're using their energy, letoik. They're using the energy in Kedusha, and that's, for them, a tremendous Indian. Tremendous. You know, there's no one who's got to be saying that these are not good people. They're doing terrific things, and they're using the Kaifas to do terrific things. Kalakavot. Bevadesha nesina tafkas hasachichukim, emhi nesina b'lirotsun lakava. The problem is, when the nesina, when the giving is mamish to give, and it's without the rotsam to be makabel, so then it has an unbelievable effect to change the person and to connect him to other people. But if the entire nesina is only what for himself, because it makes himself feel good, or builds himself up, or when he was younger people put him down and now he's able to do these things and he's feeling good about himself. So the fact that he's constantly doing good things, even though that's wonderful, but it doesn't necessarily mean that now he's able to have deeper and more loving relationships with people. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. A lot of the wives of these guys are saying, Yo, I, I've had people that have come to talk to me like this, you're running to do for everybody else, but for me and for the kids, I don't see that you could do anything. You're good for nothing. For the whole world you're able to do, but not for us. It's a time. It's a time. Because it doesn't mean that he has deep connections with people. Those chavah that he goes, let's say he's at Sola, and he goes and he runs, and, he, and in the middle of the night, and he goes and he, and he saves that person with the oxygen, it's a gewaldi thing. That is, all he has from that person is a lifetime, 120 years, of appreciation. That that person appreciates him. as He doesn't have to have any relationship with that person at all. He doesn't have to have any relationship with that person. There's nothing threatening here, there's nothing challenging, there's nothing intimidating. He goes over, he does the malacha, the nemanus, he puts the oxygen, he helps the person, he saves the person's life. The person is crying, I, I thank you, my children thank you, we're forever indebted to you. What could be better? 
And on top of that, he doesn't have to he doesn't have to have a meal Friday night with this person to make conversation, you understand? He doesn't have to be friends with him. He's now idolized by that person and respected by that person and adored by that person without having to put anything in other than the mysterious purpose of going at 12 o'clock at night and, and giving oxygen. He doesn't have to have any relationship. But then he comes back home, the problem is that his kids would like to have a relationship with him. Now, if he wakes up his kid in the middle of the night, puts an oxygen mask on him or something, that's not going to help their relationship. If he takes his wife's blood pressure on Tuesday morning and says, honey, you're fine, she says, I, 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 I thought maybe we would have a conversation today. Blood pressure is important. You know, it takes the blood pressure, your pulse is fine, everything's going to be fine. She says, I, 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 I know, I'm fine. Uh, the only thing that's hurting me is that we have nothing to do with each other. I just took your pulse. You understand? There's no relationship. It doesn't, it doesn't demand anything of that person other than the very, very big mysterious nefesh, obviously, to run around and help people day and night. It's a kosher of a thing. But for him, it could be a lot less challenging than sitting quietly in a room at 7 o'clock at night with no place to go and not expecting any phone call, emergency, or beeper, or anything, and just to talk to his wife. It could be a lot easier for this guy to run out of an emergency. Only the one who knows these things. Each person. And the person who himself is the embers in the place that's honest. It could be easier for him. It could be easier for him. There was a mice the other day that there was a, when it was a very bad snow, somebody in the neighborhood, there was a certain medical emergency. And, um, and it was hard to find a doctor. Somebody had problems with these people finding a doctor. And in the end, Hashem, they found a doctor. And they were very, very apologetic because the doctor was able to finally have a day at home. Because it was such bad weather, he stayed home. And the doctor got this emergency call, and he had to go into the office. The doctor, he told me the doctor couldn't stop thanking him, because they have, can I her, like 11 kids. And he said, and he said, you saved my life, mom. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was there, and he had to play with them and talk to them. And, and he, he had this snow day, and, and he was so excited to get an emergency call. And to go to the office and to get busy. Because <laughs> the guy said, I'm so sorry you had a day off. He said, Honey, trust me, you did me the biggest time. <laughs> I was going crazy. It was already 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm here, you know, a whole day. The kids are home from school. It's terrible. So I got to my office. I, like, I helped somebody. I put the machine. I did this. I looked. I spent a little bit extra time talking more than usually in this thing to help in the Indian. Everybody comes out ahead. I saved the guy. I saved someone's life. You're feeling good. I'm feeling good. You you care for me very very deeply because I saved your life. I helped you. But a relationship, no relationship. He's not able to have relationships with people. It's a very sad thing. So there is such a mitzvah. That's what he says. Certainly, because this person is giving so much to other people by helping them, so there are much less confrontations. He gets along nicely with people. Everybody, he's, he's everybody's favorite guy. He's the favorite guy. He, everybody loves the guy. He's running around day and night helping people. How can you not like a guy like that? Even if it's a Nesina, which is not Almanas Lakava. Even if he's doing it 
Mamish just he's a good guy. But he's still it's still all goof. It's not because he's in that place of what of the etzim hatoiv of who he is and who other people are. So he's not able to be misachid really with other people. Even though he's a wonderful person, he doesn't have connections with other people. You could have a person that is able to volunteer eight hours a day of nesina, of doing, of giving. But if somebody bothers this guy, even with a small thing, he could start screaming at the guy. He could start screaming and howling at the person. Because he's not misachid with people. He doesn't see the taiv in other people. And he's not, he's not connecting to them. He's helping people. But if somebody that doesn't need help is bothering him and getting on his nerves, he'll give him a mishabayrach. He'll scream at the guy and yell at the guy. So then you're, you're, you're a shot. You say, I don't understand. You spend your whole life driving ambulances and helping and saving and doing and you're the head of every single committee in the yeshiva and the parents and the shul and this and you, everything you're doing is no time. And just because I got in your nerves a little bit, I said something you didn't like, you had, to, you had to bark at me and bite my head off like that? I thought you're such a good guy. It's a, it's a strange thing, but it's not uncommon. How can we resolve this very strange stira? How could we resolve this? It's a stira. It's a contradiction. On the one hand, on the one hand, he's mamish, he's mamish a giver. He gives a lot. But for any tiny little thing, he's, he gets angry, he gets upset. So either he's a, he's a good person or what? Why isn't, why isn't that goodness that he shows to other people by, by going to help them and do things to them, why isn't that mashpia on how he is with people that's done, that bother him, annoy him, or whatever it might be, over his family? The answer is, He is a giving person. But all of the Nesina, all of his Nesina is not coming from a place of Etzim HaNasham. It's coming from his Guf. For whatever reason, why that is with this person. He has such a Teva. But that's coming from his Guf. But he was never Isaac in the first part of all we were learning for years now. To come to that point of Remember that the only way to be misachet to be one with somebody else is from the neshama, because the guf is just the opposite. The guf separates and divides. Only the neshama, in the place of the neshama, can a person be misachet with somebody else. So since this person never ever came to that point of himself to the point of the neshama. So therefore, all of the doing and all of the giving is coming mitzad the guf. And because of that, 
He can live his entire life in this strange paradox of on the one hand, he's constantly doing wonderful things for people. On the other hand, he's not necessarily the nicest guy. When it comes to his wife, his kids, and people that they might annoy him, because he doesn't, he's not misachid with people. The people that he helps, he's not misachid with them. He helps them, and then he walks away from it. He helps them, which is good. But he's not misachid with people. Achdus can only come from the neshama. The person is not in that place of the neshama. We spent a lot of time on this. I'm not going to explain it from the beginning. But if you're not in that place of the neshama, it's not achdus. It can't be. The Olam Chaguf, the world of the guf, is all about separation. It's all about building oneself up, making oneself feel better. It's not about connecting to another person. Only the world of the neshama is a world of connecting to other people. The world of the guf is for yourself. That's the nature of the world of the guf. So when it comes to Purim, so I'll mean if Purim, the person's high, the initial sumi the the person's able to come to such a madrega. He's able to come such a, to such a madrega on Purim, that somehow on Purim, without going into it now, talk about it every year so much, that somehow on Purim, a person is, it's easier for a person to come into that point of the Nisham. Because Purim is Adalayada. Adalayada ben Arham Labar Mordechai. Meaning in his own life, he sees certain things about himself that he does that they're like Haman. Terrible. And there are certain things he does in life that like Mordechai. On Purim, a person is able to come to the deepest part of who he is. Adalayada ben Arham Labar Mordechai. Meaning, He's able to come to, to the side of the neshama, and that place of the neshama, there is no difference. Meaning, in that place of who he really is, even that part of him that looks like it's Haman, is only a costume. It's only a disguise. He's dressed like Haman. And the etzim, the etzim of who he is, he's a tzaddik. On Purim, when a person becomes a little bit when a person comes into that place, they'd say, side. And the secret of the person comes out. And he comes to that point of the Etzim HaNesham of Adli Yada, where he realizes that all the Hamadika things that I did are not really because I'm Haman. It's Adli Yada ben Arham Labarach Mordechai, meaning cursed is Haman, blessed is Mordechai. It's all coming from one Nishama. There are contradictions in my life during the entire year. But on Purim it's not a contradiction. On Purim there are no steers. On Purim it's all of an Ahapaychul. And that's why on that day of Purim, there's a mitzvah in Mishlach Manus Yisra Ve'Ehu. Then you could be misachid with other yidin, Atanis Lev Yainen, because then you then you can give you can give the emes Amanas Lashpir. Then you could love other people. When you come to the point of the neshama, you could mamish love other people. The same people that you love on Purim, on Shushan Purim, you're back to that business of oh, how are you have a nice day. When it was on Purim, you were, you were dancing, you were hugging the person, you loved the person. And all the guards are down. You're in that point of the neshama that's deeper than the differences in your life between Haman and Mordechai. In that place that's Kulay Toiv and Kaidish. And that's Mamish, that place of yourself, that's the Etzim of Elokai and the Shomish and Satabi Tahiri. That's the Eitzachayim. You finish with Eitzadas, Kaidara, in the place of the Eitzachayim. The Mele, you understand that on the day of Purim, the Inn of Sholachmonis, Matan Savyonim, is that. There's no chiluk in between me and you. The whole year, when it comes to someone that comes to you, if it's stuck, you're able to look into the person, to check the person. 
It's also the genus of who are you and how are you. Do I have a shaykh? Should I help you? Should I not help you? All of these things, all the mechitas of perm are there. When that's not in Kedusha, then of course, then of course it's terrible in preachers and preachers. But in Kedusha, is there a day like Purim? There's no day in the world like Purim. In Kedusha, when all the mechitas that separate between one Jew and another are down, and everybody's mom is your best friend. Chazal have an expression, you know that when a person is drunk, then everything looks, even, even if they're mountains, they don't look like they're mountains, they look like it's flat. That's why he bumps into things. That means that even the things that are crooked, like it says in Navi, that the, that the crooked becomes straight. And the person's inhibitions disappear, which can be very dangerous. But the inhibitions disappearing means that those things that are coming from the guf are, are somehow on Purim, are pushed away, and the person comes to the Edsim HaMeshama of who he is. And in that place of who he is, all he wants to do is to be able to give to other people. Shalachmanis, Matan That's what the whole Yehudah Purim is about. But it can be such a thing that if a person's, when a person is not Purim, when it's after Purim, or it's before Purim, that the person is in such a place that even though he's giving, he's doing for other people doesn't make him connect to other people. He still has a hard time with other people. He doesn't find that he's able to make those connections. <laughs> to become the emes, one with another person, in order for me to connect to the nisham of another person, I first have to be connected to my own nisham. I have to first be megala my own nishama. When I'm megala my own nishama, that I'm able to see the good in another person. I'm able to be. I'm able to see the toiv in the other person. I'm able to be misachet with another person. But if I'm covered with layers and layers and layers of goof of the self. If I'm covered with layers of, of, of uh, delusions and falsehood, if I'm covered with all of that, and I don't come to the etzim of my own neshama, I can't be misachet with other people. So the person makes chilukim. So where he looks, he looks at a, group, a room of people, and he goes, and he looks at the room of people, and he looks, and he goes, Mordechai, 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 Haman, Mordechai, Haman, Mordechai, Mordechai, Haman. You ever find yourself, there could be such a thing that there's somebody you never met in your life, you met for the first time, and you start to, and when you meet the person, you feel like, I don't feel good about this person. I'm not talking about someone that's not Jewish. That's something else. I'm talking about a Yid. You meet the person, and you feel that, the guy didn't even say anything yet. And, and the way that it works is that once he starts to talk, then, then it's going to confirm your worst fears. Because the second the person looked into this, there's something about him you didn't like. Purim is Adelayadam and Arhamala Barhamanakha, not only in yourself. If you could come to that in yourself, then you don't make such things with other Jews. He's a Haman, he's a Mordechai. How did you make that person into a Haman? Because you know why? Because inside yourself is a big Haman. Only if you have a Haman inside yourself, you see Hamans around you. When the Sadiqim looked at other Jews, they saw only Mordechais. Everywhere they looked, they saw they saw Mordechais. 
Every Jew is a Mordechai, is a tzaddik. Every Jew is a Mordechai, is a tzaddik. Because inside the tzaddik himself, he's in that place of Mordechai, a tzaddik. But when you have a big, big haman inside of yourself, then you look at other people in such a way. Haman, haman, Mordechai, Mordechai, haman, Mordechai. Poor Ms. Adelobin, our haman of Mordechai. A poor person is able to have a Yeshua or a Fuhr from that sickness of Haman, from that, from that separation, that Koyach of Amalek, which means to separate. Malika means to separate, to break away. It's all that separation of Amalek. And a poor person is able to have relief from that Koyach of Amalek, which is separation, which is the Guf, which is the Indian of Amalek making fun of Bismillah, it's all of these things. And a person is able to come to that place of the Edson. And therefore, everybody's good. Everybody's good. And if you tell this guy, Erev Purim, this guy, uh, this guy's a chassidish um, guy, this guy's a litvish guy, no, that's not my type. I can't relate to him. But on Purim, that's not a problem. You ever have on Purim, there should be such a thing? That a Mislagib shouldn't get along with a chassid, an Ashkenazi with a Svarbi, a Moroccan with a Syrian, a Galician with a Hungarian. These are fights that have been going on for thousands of years. You know that. But on Purim, there are no such things. On Purim. Purim Hayoima. Today is Purim. And on Purim, every Jew is your friend. Everybody. There's no Chilukim. Because the entire world of separation of Chilukim is Amalek, is Haman. Is not coming from the Etzim HaNesham. It's not from that place of who you are. So you could give Shalach Manas. But the Shalach Manas, that's what you see what's become with the Shalach Manas. I'm not going to go into a half hour with that. It's another one of my uh, pre-Pesach talks. But the, what became of Shalach Manas, you can see in the Jewish newspapers, they're not embarrassed because they're getting paid. You could, you could excuse the newspapers because they're getting paid to make these advertisements of these fancy Shalach Manas and all kinds of things. There's so much ahava because these Shalach Manas it's a sickness. We're all in this sickness and we don't know what to do because then if, if everybody else is doing it, then you also have to do it. You have to make with the fancy big baskets and all kinds of things because that's how much you love the person. And the Shalachmanis, which the Holy Shalachmanis is a hava. It became another way of building yourself, building yourself. Of making yourself look like you're so talented and you're so creative that you have to make that uh, you have the women, Isaac, you have a lot of thinking of creative Shalachmanis and Again, not to say that it's not fair, and please don't start holding back on your, uh, you know, whatever the theme is this year, the Beverly Hillbillies, Shavmanis, I don't know, whatever. I'm not saying to, that I'm to say, but you have to try to be people who are thinking Ba'aymik. At least we have a little Chavar Shabbos that talk Ba'aymik. Where does this all come from? What is this? What is this? There was a way that there was a time that Jews loved each other and they were able to just give a and they able to, the Ahava was so big that it was enough to give, uh, to give a little piece of sponge cake, a homemade piece of sponge cake, and, and, and an apple or something. And, and the person knew that they loved you. I said that somebody was making a vart, and this vart was in, this vart was in um, Fairlawn, New Jersey. This happened to me a few weeks ago. And I had a thousand things to do. And Bechlal holding the vertlach, traditional ones between us. If it's in your own neighborhood, neighborhood, but to start with vertlach, it's a three-hour thing, Fairlawn, going and a little bit to come back. So I said to the person, 
I said to the person, uh, it was a Marav, I was with him, I said to the person, you mind if I, if I give you a Mazel Tov here? Do I really have to go, do I have to go over the George Washington Bridge to, to, to give you a Mazel Tov, the same two people, to prove to you that I love you an hour and a half from now? Can I, can I just, can you believe me that I love you if I give you a kiss here and say Mazel Tov, or do you really insist that I, that I come, that, that you go to the, you get a head start, I'll meet up with you in a half hour after you, and we'll both, we could be driving across the George Washington. We could be, you could open up your window and I can give you a mouse, but at least there, and then I could go around maybe somewhere. No, 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 no. You're coming to Fairlawn to prove that you love me. This is what we become. We have, that's why we have to do all these things to, to make statements and to show and to prove, and this is all supposed to be because there's so much ahava. This is not ahava. This is a, a person for zich, for oneself. This is what it is. The, the Ahava, Ahava doesn't need those kind of things. This Achtus comes from a place of Elokai Neshomish Nesata Bitoheri. It's to see the good, and when that person knows that Be'emis, you love him, you don't have to prove it. Davka to go to the Vart over there. You don't have to prove it that way. But nowadays everybody has, that's why the Chasnas have to have you know, so many people, and they have to do all this, and you have to. People have to become poor by making all these lavish parties because somehow, otherwise, it's whatever, I don't know. And if your person's not invited, then this one's insulted, that one's hurt, and everything became, everybody became so touchy and so crazy. It's Even between brothers and sisters, everything, you're walking on eggshells. I said this, I didn't say that. Because when it's all, when it's in the world of the goof, then it's not a hisachtis between the neshamas. When there's a be'emes hisachtis between the neshamas, you don't have to you don't have to text every day ten times. You don't have to make phone calls ten times. I always give a bracha. You know, you have chasna kala, and when the chasna kala, they're texting each other, texting the can is also. In the, this is, I'm not going to get into that now, but the the texting, so they don't talk. They're texting to each other many times a day. To, because I have to show you that I'm not Messiah Das. Not from the Rebbein Shalom, not to my learning. I'm not Messiah Das from my Kala. Others will be very hurt. So he has to text 10, 15 times a day. He has to send a little, little simonim that, that, he, that he doesn't think of anything else. Shivisi lenegdi sonim. And he doesn't have to think of anything. doesn't have to think of, he's not, to prove that he really, really loves, he's not thinking of anything else. As I see Philahava, and I, and I say, in Mitzvah you get married and you're not going to need that. You'll be able to be at work, and, you, and you'll know that that person loves you. It doesn't have to be with a text and with this and with that. It's all, it's all from the Ulam HaGuf. Guf. Not a place of his achtas. It's not any of his achtas. His achtas is when a person lives in the place of Neshama. In the world of Gufim, there are all different artificial ways to try to glue Gufim together. That's what, we're, that's what we're living with now. Artificial ways of trying to glue Jews together. Not heartsicky yidin, they just love each other and able to be happy with someone else's symptom and able to be meichel and to be easy with other people. It's all gluing artificially, trying to paste people together. So the texting and the emailing and this. And so someone says to me, so I ask somebody, why are you texting? Why don't you just call on the phone? Oh, I don't want to talk to him. So what is that? I don't know what that is. I don't want to talk to him. So why not talk to him? He says, oh, he gave me a cup. If I talk to him. So I just I text him. 
It's a machlok. It's a machlok that is creeping in from the outside world in, into us. Such a thing, such a musik of a human being. Not to write letters anymore. People don't write letters anymore. Everything is a computer with funny abbreviations and buttons, and you press the button and delete. Not to pour your heart out of a letter in the shama. Used to be that you could take a letter and you'd be able to look at it for, for 30, 40 years. It gets brown over the years. And you take that letter out 30, 40 years later and you kiss it, and you could still smell the smell of when you first opened it. There was someone that you loved that sent it to you. Nothing. What do you smell now? Burning wires on your computer? <laughs> Nothing. Emptiness. Because it's not his achtas. Because the world outside of the neshama is finding new ways to connect. But none of them are connections of neshama. They're all connections of gufa. And that's why the world's not becoming closer. So many ways to communicate. Nobody seems to get closer or happier than that. It's, 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 people are getting more nervous, more annoyed, and getting further apart from people. It's, it's not. Because it's all from the guf. And the guf, and in the ilam haguf, there's no connections. There's a lot of hookups with all kinds of electronic things, but connections in a deeper level. And it, when, 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 they, when it's in the ilam and the shamas, you could be apart from somebody, God forbid, someone that you love for two, three, five years, for 20 years, and you're connected to that person. And when the connection is from Ilam Haguf, you could be on the texting all day long. It's nothing. It's nothing. Nothing real. It's done. It's all baloney. It's all, it's all the goof. It's not, it's not cleanings. To develop the ability to be misachet with people. That's the program that we're in. And that's what we have to work on. And does Hashem should be zaychet to taste of that and to live that way. And to come to that time of Ahayya Hashem, Malaha Kalaj, Bayyamu Yashem, Echad, Shmai Echad.